Hola, and welcome to the Beauteous Me podcast, a relatable and authentic space for all. Tune in as we share stories of triumph, resiliency, and healing. We do this all while finding its inner beauty. My name is Jamily Whitfield, and the journey begins now. Hey, we're about to get into this episode, but before we do, guys, did you have a chance to try Magic Mind? Magic Mind is my secret sauce, my secret sauce to being more focused, active, proactive, and engaged throughout the day without the jitters that I was having with coffee. As you know, I shared my story about when I had COVID and how I had to stop coffee, etc. But why I love it? Because it has natural ingredients. Ashwagandha is something that I highly recommend all the time as a supplement to any of my clients who have anxiety or depression, any burnout, any stress. It's super helpful. But what also helps me is the lion's mane, which is a nootropics to boost clarity and focus. If it's one thing that you feel like you have adult ADHD and you have tasks that you need to do, take it, take it, take it. So take advantage of my discount. I'm gifting you something, guys. I'm gifting you something. You're going to use my discount code BEAUTIOUS20, B-E-A-U-T-O-U-S 20. And the website is magicmind.co slash beauteous. It's all in the show notes. Click on the link purchase it, and let's get into this show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Beauteous Me podcast. So happy to have you guys here today listening to another episode with more amazing guests. I hope you guys have taken some time to listen to other episodes. If you haven't, please reflect back. We have such amazing content. Also go on my Instagram account for regular social media content on different topics that I post um, weekly, especially my posts on Mondays, which is about mental health, mental health Monday, which is super important. So with that being said, I am excited to bring to you Rita Henry, who is an awesome guest here for our podcast. And she's going to have a conversation with us so different than what we've had in a very long time, because we have had other people talk about intuitive guides. But Rita Henry is the is the intuitive guide and healer. She's gotten her ass kicked by life and now loves to help others heal. She is the queen of the land of WTF. Do what do I do now? <laughs> Rita helps people who are stuck in pain and struggle to unlearn bullshit beliefs they often don't even know they have. Using the power of energy work to clear blocks and release charged emotions, Rita's clients thaw from being frozen in self-doubt, littleness, and fear. They discover the path to love, truth, and connection with that part deep inside that already knows their magnificence. Rita, thank you so much for being here. So excited to just have this conversation. It's such an honor. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I love the empowerment of women and that we're here to just be real, share our journeys. It's just amazing. Yes. So just tell us a little bit about your story. What got you here to really help others heal? So we, as near as I can tell, we're here in life to evolve and Mm -hmm. we allow through contrast. And so as a part of growing up, uh, it was, I was the youngest of five children and there was a lot of conflict in our household. My dad was the only one who was allowed to be angry and it was very tumultuous, rage-filled household at times. And it wasn't an environment of feeling safe. Mm. And because of that, 
whenever we move through life, whatever we learn in our childhood, we perceive that is love. That's what love looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I sucked at anger and would come to be a people pleaser, right? And so I knew love through complete and total loss of self. Mm. And so as I grew up and became my own adult, I reverted back to be anger being something that I couldn't do, but I looked for that in my partner. And it was different because it wasn't didn't look like the rage-filled things as far as my dad had done. But the the crux of it was I sucked at anger. And so in order to be whole, there was a codependent side of it. Yeah. And I would suppress, repress, depress, be the good girl. And then, of course, all of a sudden explode at different times after that had happened. And then I'd apologize for my existence and then go back to being the good girl. I was raised in the Catholic church, and there was a lot of suppress, repress, depress that mm-hmm. came along with it. So it was super painful way to live. Yeah. And yet fish and water, I had no idea the patterns that I was playing out and what I, how I was contributing to the pain in the relationship. Yes. So I know you shared about the anger and so many of us women um, are taught to be quote unquote good girls. When we feel angry, we are supposed to bury it. We're supposed to show up in a different way and not really show anger. Anger is very much not ladylike. How do you learn to get honest about your anger? Well, it begins with awareness and There's another episode that I was listening to where you shared there's purpose in pain, and I call that the gift of pain. And so it's really about having awareness. How did I get here? Like, first of all, WTF, what is what am I experiencing? You know, these all of a sudden me being going from being the good girl, and then all of a sudden something happens with one of my children, and I absolutely explode. Well, there's this personal responsibility piece, and then feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm a bad person, and then feeling like I need to go ahead and overcompensate. And so it's really about awareness. Like, Mm. how did I get here? Yes. Yeah. Why do you think so many of us play small in our relationships? We play small because we don't know any better. Inherently, we don't know our personal value as mm-hmm. far as the the light, the love, the truth that we are. When we really connect with the highest enlightened awareness of our soul, who we are in truth, there's no questioning of our magnificence. Yeah. And yet, a lot of times as we move through childhood, because mom and dad are super busy, we end up thinking that we're not enough, we're not lovable, mm-hmm. and we pick up these patterns of overcompensating. Yeah. And it's precious, it's okay, but a lot of times, again, we learn through contrast. And when we start to recognize that in the painful relationships that we experience, the common denominator is us, we open to recognizing that 
when we can take personal responsibility for the pain that we're experiencing, Mm -hmm. how we're getting our booty kicked, it's not a bad thing. That's personal empowerment. And so for the longest time, I ignored my inner knowing. Mm. And yet I called it love. And it wasn't love. I just didn't want to face inconvenient truths. I wanted others to love, value, and respect me, but I didn't know how to do that for myself. And it was like the technical term is awkward, right? And within and through getting my booty kicked, I really recognized that I needed to learn how to have my own back. And I wanted my ex-husband to love me. I wanted other people in my world to love me. And yet again and again, when people shared love with me, I couldn't take it in. And the reason why I couldn't take it in was because subconsciously and unconsciously, I didn't think I deserved to be loved. Oh, that is deep. It is super deep, but it was the core of what I needed to see that I was looking without instead of looking within. And it was a super painful way to live. And so ultimately being able to see, again, awareness, what I was doing, and through doing my work, becoming, bringing compassion and understanding to myself and then really immersing myself in bringing love to these patterns of hatred of self and mm-hmm. that I didn't even know I had. Mm-hmm. And again and again, I just wanted other people to love me, but ultimately I didn't love myself. So I know when, um, you know, you and I were um, chatting, um, you, you talked about staying in a relationship too long when you should have left a while ago. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. And and actually, I looked at that a little bit different. My ex-husband and I, we ended up, we were married for 27 years before we got divorced. But we knew four years before we got divorced that we were going to be getting divorced. Mm. But we wanted to do it responsibly. I was the breadwinner of the family, and I wanted to make sure that our children were okay. They were getting towards um, being out of the house in college. Um, One, my youngest, was still at home. But I made a conscious decision that if I was going to continue to live with him, that I wanted to take personal responsibility for my own happiness. That meant no matter what, you know, if I was cooking the food and him not liking the smell of Indian spices or something and huffing through the kitchen, that I could be happy no matter what was going on outside of me. Mm. And so that was a huge game changer for me Mm. because it allowed me to face my own anger. We all need to really have a healthy relationship with anger. And the reality is we can't have peace in our now unless we have peace in our past. Ooh, and so, I love that. Say that again. Say that again. I love that. Absolutely. We cannot have peace in our now if we don't make peace with our past. 
love that. It is such an important thing that I've learned over the years. And as I support clients, I have a community called Journey to Your Center, which is a monthly support group for women. And one of the key issues that we look at and we face is the empowerment of self. Like, how can we take personal responsibility no matter what's going on on the outside? And that's exactly what I did with my ex-husband. And he helped me to really recognize my own anger and be able to face and have a loving relationship to it. So anger, when Really, if you look at the crux of anger, it means we're afraid. Mm. And whenever we know that if someone before us is getting angry, that they're afraid. So, for example, if you're driving in traffic and somebody cuts in front of you and you get angry, well, what are you afraid of? You're Mm. afraid you're going to be late. You're afraid you're going to get in an accident. You're afraid that they were disrespecting you and didn't even see you or care about your feelings or anything like that. Yeah. So when you understand that the person before you is afraid, then it changes everything because it's not so personal what other people are doing. Mm. And you have more of a sense of autonomy And whenever you are triggered, that means there's something coming up for you to heal. Mm. (laughs) Oh, you hit it right on the nose with that, Rita. You absolutely hit it right on the nose. And I think one thing I would, I I just want to ask you is how, um, how did getting honest with your anger change your life? Because whenever we have blinders on with any Mm -hmm. feeling or emotions, we are keeping ourselves locked in a place of disempowerment, right? Living in denial and pretending, avoiding and denying is not the same as freedom. No, it's not. And so the more we can see exactly where we are, And instead of putting on the plastic smile and pretending to be a good girl or a good boy, it's like, no, 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 I'm angry. What am I afraid of? And then when you ask those questions, you can start to develop a more intimate relationship with yourself in getting real. Getting real is the way that we can move through life instead of getting stuck by saying my life should be different. Mm. No, you are living your divine life right now, even if it looks like a steaming pile Mm. right before you. Mm. And that's hard to face sometimes, right? It is hard to face when you have to look at yourself in the mirror, flaws and all. That's when it's like you, you either shut the mirror and just go back to the status quo, or you sit there, you analyze and You kind of love on yourself a little bit more and say, okay, so this is where we got to start. Yes. And this world is a world of insanity. Let's be clear. It is a world of insanity. And world peace is an inside job. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And when we recognize that that fully goes back to personal responsibility is personal empowerment. Mm -hmm. then we get to see, oh, wait, who am I in relationship 
to the situation before me? And how can I come from a place of connection, of loving kindness within myself so that I can move forward from a place of integrity of self? A lot of times we lose ourselves in relationships. I share with clients all the time. You Mm -hmm. can either use a relationship to heal Mm -hmm. or you can use a relationship to lose yourself. Mm -hmm. That's not about the relationship. And that's about any situation in life. And so the more we can be aware of, instead of blaming others and claiming that we're a victim of life, which is Mm -hmm. a very disempowered thing, recognizing, yes, there are other people who are really not kind and they're hurtful and they are running scared through life and they do awful things Mm -hmm. and simultaneous when we're handed that situation who do we need to be in order to have our own backs have our own hearts and move through life in a place of connection and yet a lot of times those core situations are from our families of origin yeah and so that is like, wait a minute, I need to face leaving my family of origin or saying no to being treated poorly. And that can be super tough. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the most loving thing you can do is love from a distance. Mm. So you've mentioned something, and I want to get get to that, is that you said that sometimes women lose themselves in their relationships. Do you have any advice for women who feel like they've lost themselves? When you've lost yourself, again, this goes back to the very third, first part element, being aware. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I look outside. I take care of other people's feelings, Mm -hmm. and I ignore my own. And in that awareness, we can begin to unpack. And you don't even have to change to begin with, right? I wanted my children to be happy. I wanted my bosses to be happy. I wanted my ex-husband to be happy. And I was doing that to control and manipulate everyone so then I could be happy. Mm. Yeah, not my best move. But the good news is we learned through contrast, right? right? I didn't feel safe. I learned as a child to give in till it hurts and then give some more. Mm. And so then I'd go, 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 crash and burn. And then on the other side of it, being able to you know, I couldn't get out of bed, you know, because I had been going, going, going for months and months. And then you pull the blankies up, you think you may not ever have any energy again. And then you rise from the ashes like a phoenix. But the cycle repeats itself because you don't have the intimate relationship with yourself along the line mm-hmm. to stay connected mm-hmm. and to f- fuel yourself and to feed and nurture yourself. And so if we really want to have a super sexy, juicy, intimate relationship with someone else, we first need to do that within ourselves. Mm, It's it's looking back into that mirror and doing that excavating, as I say. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So 
Rita, um, what are the most important factors for you to stay centered and authentic in your current marriage? Because you had a divorce, you were in a relationship for 20 something years, and now you're in a new relationship, you're in a new marriage. So this is different. So how are you showing up differently and authentically um, in in your current marriage so that, you know, things that happened before in your previous marriage are not coming up again? Honestly, the only way I could have this wonderful, juicy, connected relationship Mm -hmm. that I do now is because... I have a beautiful relationship with myself. Oh, I love that. Yes. And I didn't even know that I didn't know that Mm -hmm. when I first got married, you know, back in the day. But, and I never thought I'd get married again because I wasn't willing to settle. Yeah. And yet being able, being in this relationship is elevated where I just get to love my husband because I love loving him. It doesn't Mm -hmm. require that he's enlightened. It doesn't require that he's not human. I just love loving him. Mm -hmm. And there's this level of acceptance of exactly where he is Mm -hmm. and being able to be authentically me. And when I don't feel heard or I don't feel understood, being able to stand up. Mm -hmm. When we first got together, it wasn't comfortable for him to have these intimate conversations because they scared him. And I just wanted to, like, it's not who I am, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, wait, let's talk about it. Because I don't want it to build up. Right. And and that scared him. And so over time, we learned to trust the process. And he understood that when I was sharing my feelings, I wasn't even asking him to change who he was. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be seen. And I wanted to hear his heart and where he was coming from. But the only way I could have that healthy relationship, and I see this all the time in Journey to Your Center, it's when women are digging in to the awareness of the pain they've carried, wanting other people to love, value, and respect them, and yet they haven't been loving and kind to themselves. Mm -hmm. So a healthy relationship with anyone else is really based on being able to look in the mirror and know that you're looking at your very best friend. Love it. Rita, before we end, I usually ask my guests to just share some tools, some knowledge nuggets for our listeners and how to create that authenticity within ourselves, not play small and show up in your best way in um, in new relationships, whether that's a relationship with yourself or with, with a spouse or partner. The One of the keys to the castle that I share with clients, and this came out of some in-person healing retreats I facilitated because at the end, there was one specific client who was saying, I want more, give me tools. Mm-hmm. And so I shared with her these four questions that all lead to intimacy with self. Mm-hmm. And the first question is, how do I feel? Mm. 
really paying attention and getting honest with how do I feel? Mm -hmm. And then when you know your feelings, the second question is, what do I want? Mm -hmm. And the third question is a little bit nuancy different because it's what do I need? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes needs and wants, they're a little bit different. Yeah. And the fourth question is how do I get it? Yeah. And a lot of times the how do I get it gets tripped up because I want my husband to change. I want my mom to change. I want my siblings to change. And that's not what it's all about. Mm -hmm. So if you want more love, how can you give that to yourself? Yes. I never read that. Personal responsibility, and that's the personal empowerment. Yes. It's interesting because I had just posted that on. one of my Instagram accounts on how do you speak to your inner child? It's like, what do you need? What do you want? So I'm glad that you Uh definitely shared that. Um, Rita, it's been so awesome having this conversation with you and enlightening, you know, just very much soothing and motivating others to really take a fine look at yourself, but just know that there's beauty inside that don't, don't get scared of, you know, getting down and dirty and looking at, you know, those parts that, look ugly, appear ugly, have been showing up ugly in different areas of your life and just embrace it and know that change is possible and that you can grow into be the best authentic version of yourself. I love it. And I'm here for it all. And I want to thank you for all you do as far Mm -hmm. as raising up and creating awareness. The Dalai Lama years ago shared that it's going to be Western women who change the world. And we can only do that from a place of empowerment of self and self-love and self-love is way more than I just got my nails done right it's about how are you speaking to yourself so thank you thank Thank you you. thank you so much it's been a pleasure all right guys make sure that you check out Rita Rita where can people find you My website is RitaHenry.com, and I also am on Instagram at TheRealRitaHenry, and my social media on Facebook is simply RitaHenry. Awesome. All right, guys, there you have it. Connect with Rita when the episode is up. If you have any questions, make sure that you talk to yourself and work on that inner healing. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I hope this episode fed your soul. Please be sure to download new episodes. You can also head on over to rate, review, and subscribe. For more updates, find us at www.iambeauteousme.com or on Instagram at iambeauteousme. Don't forget to use the hashtag beauteousmepodcast for your feedback.